Welcome to Men's Book Club. Men's Book Club. Wrap up 2022. But it's 2023. Coming out in 2023, but it's a 2022 wrap up. That's how that's how it's done. We do remixes here. Yeah. Um, yep. Hello, everyone. Today we are doing a wrap up of 2022 books. We read a lot of books. We read a lot of books, and there were a lot of books I didn't I didn't really notice. There were a lot of books that I read that just we didn't both read, and it was like I was going through the list of books I read, and I was like, man, I read close to 30 books this year. Yeah, I read like. 30, yeah. 33, 34. That's insane. So, something like that. That's insane. Something like that. That's insane. Um, so we're going through so, so, sort of some of our favorites throughout the year. So if you didn't listen to our podcast so get far, get out. this would be a good one to listen to. I'm get not out. kicking uh, you out like uh, Matt is. Uh, uh, this would be a good one to listen to so you could see which ones we recommend and which ones we were like, eh, We recommend about. everyone. We don't recommend everyone. Oh, yeah? We recommend everyone? Hey, uh, could you tell us a little bit more about Margaret Atwood? Well, we didn't read her. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Um, okay, so I think I think we kicked off the year very, very early this year. We did um, um, To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. I think that was our very first. It's a good book. Yeah, that was our first January 2022 book. everybody should read that that's a classic uh yeah i think we've commented and i think people in general have made enough commentary on that book that i don't think we need to uh do much with it but that was still i it holds up it was a great novel um did you ever read i don't know if we talked about it in the podcast did you ever read her the other one no the, yeah me neither i didn't hear good things about that one. well i i didn't and also i felt like if she wanted to publish she would have published it i agree 100 percent. so I, yes. I i think i actually bought it never read it and my friend wanted to read it i gave it to him and that was it so your friend owes you a book yes he um, owes me a book. yeah i i don't want to spend too much time on every single book i mean we we did it is kind of weird like somebody dies and they're like here it is yeah, <laughs> and, but but like she could have released it for like wasn't it yeah. done? I mean, I don't think it was. No, I don't think it was done. Uh, I, I I think there was like it wasn't put together. Like yeah. she wrote it, but it wasn't organized. Yeah, it was the best to keep it like that. Like, yeah. Uh, um, we also did flowers for for Algernon. Good that was a big. That was a. That big was one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I agree. That one. There are a few books that we read throughout this year that I keep kind of thinking back about because they they were very real to me and i think flowers for algernon was a big one i mean i don't know how i haven't read it at that point but yeah i was actually surprised because <clears throat> I, I think i read that in school yeah i don't know I, my I school believe system I did. didn't have that yeah no it was it's a it's a i always remembered it because it's so so memorable mm -hmm. just yeah. uh and, and the way that he writes i think that's my favorite part of kind of yeah i i actually that's the only part i was like I have such a hard time. It's a me problem. It's not a book problem. Mm. It's a me problem. I have such a hard time reading when the writing, when the spelling isn't correct. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's just a me thing. I, I think if I was listening to the book on audio or if I was, I don't know, if I didn't have these problems in my head, I wasn't probably <laughs> dyslexic, but I'm not diagnosed, I, it wouldn't bother me. But it really takes me, it takes me such a long time to read things that where the spelling is off. Um but, I mean, it wasn't that bad. It was like the beginning, like 30 pages. I mean, I tend to agree with you with that, only that it wasn't like, 
so bad where you didn't know. Right, right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It, it made it a little bit more difficult, but it didn't change the book. Yeah, and it wasn't um, that long, I guess. Because um, he progressively kind of got, as it went on. Yeah. Or book. This book holds up. I mean, I, I think, again, it, I like that we do the, like, we're doing this wrap-up because I, a book that we read back in January and February of this year, I'm still thinking about. That's how I know it was a good book. Um, yeah, that was a good one. That was, that was a really good recommendation. There was a there was a movie, right? Uh, there has to be. I didn't. I never saw. There it. has to be. I mean, I'm sure there is. I never saw it. Ah, uh, there has to be. They should. They should redo it if they. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. it? I I don't actually like. Like I know there's a. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird movie, probably. Oh, uh, a really good one, a black and white one, though. Yeah, I just yeah. like when they're that old. I, I don't know if I'll ever watch them. Yeah, I, I some think are good. I agree, I agree with you. I think if you want to keep it. Um, in people's minds, you should probably do a, a newer version. Now, I do know that they did a play recently, right? With Jeff To Dan. Kill a Mockingbird? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, like, they, they, you know, they still, obviously, relevant. It just, um, I don't know. I never, but I never saw the Harry Potter movies either. So, um, what do All I right. Know? You're basically useless. Um, <laughs> how do you not, how do you have not I seen I think my mom movies? saw The something. Harry Potters? She didn't see them, but she knows about them. But she knows more than me. Because I'm like, I like. But told, you read the books. I did. How does she know more than you? No, no, no. I mean, about the movies. Oh, okay. Because she's like, oh, I said that they're in different I, I, uh, different classes, you know. And she's like, oh, in that lunch scene that they had? Like, I'm like, <laughs> how do you know about that? I, <laughs> um, yeah, that was a good book. I agree with you. They should do, if they did do a movie, which I'm sure they did. There's no way they didn't do a movie. Oh, I'm sure this. they did. I think they did. Um, I just, it's probably old. It hasn't been done in a while. Yeah, I, I think they should definitely um, redo the movie. Or you know what? I, I know you didn't like the ending, but you remember um, Lost? Mm-hmm. Do you remember like Desmond going in and out of like dreams and he got bloody noses and stuff? I always remember, reminded Desmond, me. Desmond, Desmond. He Desmond? was like the guy that was on the island in the hatch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He kind of yeah. reminded me of, of that thing where like he would get... Mm. And, and like I think Simpsons made fun... Like they did a... Simpsons did a good parody of this. Of Flowers for Algernon? Yeah, where like Homer's dumb, obviously, and they realize that it's a crayon. Oh, I actually saw that. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. Um, he was too smart, so they had to put the crayon back. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so yeah. funny. Uh, one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, actually. it's a great, yeah, great it's episode. Such a good episode. It's such a good episode. But um, like, so they did. And I think a few other shows have probably touched upon it. I'm sure. It's such a famous I think story. Um, even uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia never saw it, but they, they did it too. Because uh, the main character, one of the main characters, Charlie, they definitely incorporated it. Yeah, that's how you know a novel is good. It starts to make its way into mainstream subtly. You know, yeah. it's not like here's a big spectacular episode that's themed around flowers for all. Well, it's just even, subtly. And done. I know this is getting off topic, but like even wrestling used to do it. Like they used to do. Uh, I remember like the Hollies and the Dudleys didn't mix. It's Romeo and Juliet. You know what I mean? Like it's they, even they took things from Shakespeare. Like, yeah. Um, all right. So moving on to one of our next reads was um, our black uh, Black History Month read up from slavery. Booker T. Washington. Oh, good book. Um, my favorite nonfiction book. I think of the year. It was. I mean. S- s- this is one of those books where if his writing style was different, I would have 
understood it, but it wasn't. It kind of seemed like the book was written like 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, the only part I, I, I liked it, the only thing I didn't like, the only critique I think I had was... Sometimes I thought I was like too positive. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, that was part I, of the time. I think, I think that was in the time. I so. think. I mean, when I was going through this book, and this is one of the very few books in my entire life that I read on a tablet. Um, because yeah, I, I don't like it. reading on the tablet. Yeah, me neither. But That's I got it. Fun. But I got it for free. Oh, um, then I would read it on the tablet. And I, I'm going through like on the Kindle. You can highlight. So I'm highlighting a lot of these things, and it sucks because you can't go back to just highlighted things. So I was flipping. So what do you do? Through, you gotta like kind of almost. Flip oh, you can highlight on a tablet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't tell you what page. No, you kind of have to go through maybe like the older. Maybe we version can invent that. Maybe we can invent that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I found myself like the stuff that I was highlighting was all of it in the same theme of this man had an, a perfect opportunity to make an excuse at this moment and didn't. And it seemed like that was the highlights that I just I make kept excuses going. for far less. That's that's exactly why. I mean, not just you. Everybody does, right? Like we constantly do this. We're like, even this week, I'm like, I could have done so much. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is this is perfect because in the new year, how many times are you gonna be like, you know, I gym, I, gym yeah, time, gym, uh, read more books, be more active, watch less TV, and we just it's it's silly things. And this man was, you know, the child of slaves grandchild of slaves and had every opportunity to make an excuse i, I guess you have a different uh perspective when you're when you're that because because you, you you can't take it for granted maybe i mean but maybe but also to to his credit he has come across people who are in the same exact predicament as him and instead i mean he mentioned this in the book they instead spent their saturdays gambling and drinking and that's how they celebrated their freedom while he was learning and trying to read books and trying to learn language like it, it's a him thing it's not a mm. it's not a circumstance which which is my favorite parts about this book that you can come from really crappy circumstances and just your personality type or the way that you perceive life to be is how you end up um I don't know. It, it, there's something about him I, I know the positive thing is a little too positive and I agree with you on that. But there is something to be said about somebody who comes from the crappiest and it's like a come up story, like a Cinderella story. And he just, he does so much with it. And that for me resonated a lot because every time, I mean, I found myself sometimes thinking like, oh, do I really want to mow the lawn? And then I would think back to this book and I'm like, this man built a school. <laughs> just go mow the lawn. I would just get him to cut the lawn. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Um, Okay, so we did um, People with Me on Vacation. What? Oh, that nah, one. not a favorite for us. That not a favorite for us. I don't remember much. Oh, is that the one? Um, at the very end, they're at the bar, and she follows him into the car. Look. Was that the one that um, they were like obviously liked each other, but like yeah. they're like, I, I can't date you? Yeah, Even yeah. though it was like, we know where this is ending up. Yeah. Let's just say that we come across a lot of Emily Henry books, and we don't pick them up. Just, Does she have any more? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, oh yeah. She's. I mean, when we go to Barnes & Noble later, you'll uh, yeah, they, they, Okay, point them out. There's, they, are, they are everywhere. I think, you would, I think you would know. I think once I point them out, you'd be like, oh, no kidding. This is hers. Like, it's the same <laughs> cover. Yeah, yeah. Same theme of everything. What was it, like an orange cover? Yeah, it was... It, honestly, it, was. it just... It's a very good book, and I think we mentioned this while we were doing the podcast for it. 
it's a very good book if you want to turn your brain off. I think it's like a summer book to the yeah. To the tea. Yeah. Like you're a on perfect, vacation at yeah. the beach. If you're at the beach, right. Yeah. yeah you know, it's I, a good read. Or a vacation and or you're just if kinda you're, around. If you're an audio person and you don't want to pay attention too much and you just want to put something on in the car or yeah, while you're at the like gym. Friends. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like Jennifer Aniston does the same thing over and over and over again. That's who Emily Henry is. Um, <laughs> we also did Idaho. Yeah, you liked it. Um, I, I loved Idaho. I thought it was really good. I think there was, I think, I, to be honest with you, like I remember the story, but I think the stuff that I remember the most were the settings, how she was describing where they lived, how she was describing the mountains, how Idaho was. Um, their cabin, the house that she was in. I think those parts for me were... I think it was a good name for a book. Oh, okay. That's a positive. You know you know why? Because just like a movie title, there's some names that just fit being a mm-hmm. book, like Idaho. Mm-hmm. It's not corny, really. It's just... Right. It's just the same. I hate... Like, people with mutual vacation, it's yeah. kind of like, all right. Yeah. It's I, all right. I, it's an all right title. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to say that it was a great story, but I will say, because especially because like the... The ending was okay. Um, but I, I will say that I didn't feel bored reading it. And there were some books where I'm I'm kind of, especially books that I know aren't like, and I think that was a debut novel for her. Of course, we do those all the time. But um, <laughs> yeah, for me, I just, I didn't feel bored. I think sometimes when they get too descriptive about nature and where they live, it bores me. But in this case, I didn't really feel that. It almost like she really, really knew Idaho. Um Anyway, next on our list is The Life We Bury. That was my oh, first yeah, yeah. Uh, Alan Eskins book. First Alan. We did, uh, we did two this year. Oh, this yeah, year. yeah, we did the, yeah, we did um, The Life We Bury was good, and I think I would have said it was really good had I not known the following book, which, okay, how do I put this? This, The Life We Bury was better ending-wise, better story structure-wise than yeah, the, stolen. the stolen hours because the stolen hours ending was atrocious um we'll get to it but <laughs> yeah, but i crazy. i we liked talked a lot about that yeah i liked the the narrator in the stolen hours more than i liked the life we bury so i almost liked the female more than the male version for him does it make sense it makes sense yeah uh but The Life We Bury was good. It was a really good story. And I think this is another one of those where you can't really focus too much. It's like a, it's like a thriller. Yeah. Can't really focus too much on um, are there plot twists? I mean, are there plot holes? What's the theme? I mean, he's just kind of writing for an entertainment purposes. And that one was his first one, so I think. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I, I think we I think when we were looking at it, of course, that's what we always do. Yeah. Um it wasn't. It wasn't bad. Again, this would be a recommendation that either you're listening in audio or if you're reading a book that you're just kind of trying to entertain yourself a little bit. It's like a Netflix rom com in the back, um, but not really a romantic comedy. Um, next is um, Ethan Frome. Ethan Frome. That Good was book. a great book. Um, we'll get into favorites at the end, but um, spoiler alert: that was my favorite book of the year. Um, it was quick. It was everything that you wanted in a novel. It was good ending, perfect setup. Didn't didn't drag. It was like hundred and seventy pages, maybe. And you wouldn't know from the title it's that good. Yeah, because yeah. It, it's yeah. Edith Edith Wharton. That's that's my third 
book four or second that at the time it was my second book four. she writes so well she doesn't waste pages and for somebody who's writing in the early 1900s late 1800s to do that is almost an anomaly because I mean we read Dickens the year before and I mean yeah Dickens is great obviously but there were a lot of pages where you're like okay we can do without um but for her it's like that novel was 170 pages yeah, or so. Yeah, very, very And ev- she used every 170. And I read a 300-page novel for her, and she used all 300. And when it was time to end it, she ended it. There was no dragging it on. There was, It was a perfect setup. I think it was a really, really good book. Um, yeah, books and movies are the same. You want them to end when you want more. Yeah, yes, perfect. Ideally. Yeah, I agree with you. Ideally. I agree with you. Um, okay, we did. Uh, next we did Flamin' Hot. Oh yeah, him. yeah. We're not gonna talk much about that. Uh, there's not much to say. There's not much to say. Well, let's just say the jury is still out on how honest that man is. But there were some good things about it. Uh, not a book I would recommend to to people. Um, definitely a good read if you're interested in business. You got to take it with a grain of salt. Again, we don't know. Maybe the guy didn't lie, but he did. But maybe he didn't. um no seriously it's it's one of those books where it's good it's almost i i I think of this book as a good gift to give if you work in corporate hey why don't you read this book because it wasn't it was entertaining whether it was true or not it was entertaining um but that's all i'm gonna say about this book uh next is fitzgerald we did this side of paradise oh yeah yeah, <laughs> I did that book. Uh, the most the most thing I remember about this book is the Princeton setting. I do remember that. That's what I remember the most. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, say what you will about Fitzgerald and how he writes. There are things about him that I think you can't compare to another writer because he writes almost. So when he wrote as when he wrote The Great Gatsby, he wrote from a perspective of, you know, um, a twenty-something-year-old, and he almost made it made me believe that he was that person. And when he wrote this side of paradise, I believed that he was a schoolboy. Like he was writing in. Fir- it, it was just it was done so well. It's almost like he understands what the story's supposed to be. I know you didn't like it as much. I like. You know what? It. I'm just not the. Uh, for whatever reason, I like his stories. Mm-hmm. I like the Great Gatsby. I, I can never get into his like writing. I mm. I don't know for whatever <clears throat> reason. Just it's a not, different style for sure. Yeah, yeah it's just a not style. a big fan. I mean, yeah. I like The Great Gatsby as a story is great. Yeah. I like me sitting there reading it. I, it's hard for me to do. I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite on that because I, when I read The Great Gatsby, I went after that and I read The Beautiful and Damned and then I read Tender is the Night and then I read this one. So I read. He's a all, fan. I read all four of the ones he completed. There was one that he didn't complete, but it was still published. Um, but I, I get what you're saying. It's sometimes a little, especially especially with this side of paradise. It seemed like it. There was a lot of fluff in there. That one was different. Well, like Greg Gatsby has a story. Yeah, I feel yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This side of paradise was a little bit of ranting. I guess almost. it's like a slice of life mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, and so that of, was even harder for me. Yeah. Uh, great Gatsby. I mean, I think I read it. I, like I said, I the story's of, great. Of of his four novels, I would rank this at the bottom for sure. Mm. Um, it was a little bit harder. There was a lot empty. 
There's a lot of empty spaces. Well, in it's it. Great Gatsby is most famous. The great, it's the most famous. Yeah, for sure. I think Tender is the, in the night is the night is the probably his best one. Mm. Um, that one has the least fluff. The beautiful and damned is kind of the Great Gatsby feel. I like the Great Gatsby too. But yeah, this one is. I've, I mean, this was his debut novel, so oh, okay. You gotta give him a little bit. Cut hey, him, it was cut a jersey. It was slack. a jersey. It was a jersey. Novel. Got him some slack. Um, Slaughterhouse Five. Kurt Vonnegut. Always a always a classic. Classic, as our friend used to say. Classic. If you remember it, it's a classic. <laughs> um, this was a reread for me. I think it was a reread for you also. I think so, yeah. You don't remember reading it the first time, so I we're going to pretend it's not a reread. Loved it. I mean, Kurt Vonnegut, great novel. He talked about World War II. Um, He's a Vonnegut fan. I'm a Vonnegut fan. He... he Talks about the horrors of war, but at the same time does it with satire and humor. And he does it in a way where you're looking at the character with both sympathy and kind of also laughing at the guy's pain. Like the guy's going through PTSD thinking he's being, thinking, or maybe he is, being kidnapped by aliens. And I don't know, the novel's really good. It's very quick, easy read. Every time I read the novel, I keep thinking to myself why it was at one point censored. Or was it? Yeah, it was like a banned book. I feel like every book. Yeah, I, 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 I can understand some of them. I can't understand this one. It's not an, I mean, it's an anti-war book, I suppose, because it's showing the bad part of war. But I, I, I don't get. It wasn't obviously about. It was about World War Two and about Nazis. I mean, I don't know. I can't. I can't think of a reason why that book would be banned. But it was banned. It yeah, was I'm banned. not a big. I'm not a. Not a fan of like banning books. Mm-hmm. I, I it's Agreed. like a, it's like banning a movie. Like, yeah, if you want, if you don't want to read it, don't read it. But again, this was banned way back in the day. I think it was banned around Vietnam because it was an anti-war book. I think it, that it was, was a crazy logic. thing. Now, now if it's banned, you just go to Amazon and pick it up. <laughs> um, so. It's so silly to ban books. It's so silly. No, it'd be books. like banning like oh, Pulp Fiction's too violent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, don't watch it. <laughs> not to mention. A lot of these classic books that are on, are they going to be online? Like, and and nothing brings attention more to things than banning them. Well, I I will. It's almost like they're trying to help them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Because like I, I mean, think about like even Opie and Anthony or Howard Stern when they get banned or bad pr- or, or used to be. Yeah. People yeah. seek them out. That's the only way I found out about Howard Stern when he he got quote unquote banned. I was like. I gotta get this guy a listen. Yeah, I remember Opie and Anthony. They got kicked off. I mean, the, especially in that kind of stuff, it, mm-hmm. it never, it never does yeah. that intended yeah. job. I, I, I agree. I think, I think banning something brings more attention to it. I mean, if you go to a Strand or or Barnes and Noble, or wherever you go, it's there's a literally a whole aisle that's just banned books. Now, back in the day, I, I guess banning is harder to get a copy of it. So. Agreed. Agreed. So, so maybe maybe you could be popular, but you can't get it. Now it's meaningless. Yeah, I agree with you. That's a, that's a good point. You couldn't go on Amazon and just yeah, get it. Yeah, now it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to go pick it up at Strand. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> All My Sons I like. I liked it. Arthur Miller. Very good. I would... Would you like more? This one or... Um, oh, man. Death of a Salesman. Um, it's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, probably Death of a Salesman. Yeah, I agree. It's very close. It's very close, but I think I like Death of a Salesman more. Um, 
all my sons had shock value that death sale death of a salesman didn't this one was like you didn't expect the twist ending where the dad all along did yeah frame his friend and and the son i mean it was sad it's classic arthur miller i guess death of a salesman is more kind of relatable yeah it hits closer to home yeah Yeah, i agree um but again this was one of those like 90 page plays you could just read in an hour or so and and but this one was tragic too because if if you're like okay i'm I'm gonna i idolize my dad and you realize oh shit he's uh yeah he lied he lied and uh yeah yeah he lied um oh yeah he lied um, <laughs> he lied and killed and a lot and killed of people, people and died. killed people um death of a salesman he just killed himself just killed himself <laughs> this one he killed a lot of oh people. that death of a salesman was really depressing because you know he's you know it's not gonna end well i think because the all of my sons was set in almost like the backyard of the house mm. for the majority of it 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 had a lighter feel Death of a Salesman was inside of a house that was like almost dim lit. I don't know. Maybe that's how I picture yeah, it. Yeah, and it's also like, you know, from the title, it's yeah. not gonna. It's yeah. gonna be bad. Hell yeah, it's, oh, oh, it's okay. gonna be bad. Oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, nothing I, good's coming from that. Nothing, one. No, not at all. Um, your favorite is next, the Latinist. Love it. Love it. Um, Love it. Nothing. Nothing negative to say I'm about. Actually, that going one. back to college nah. to study uh, language. <laughs> classics. Uh, um. I would be terrible at it. The Marius. So. Uh, was that the Marius? Uh, uh, the fact that you remember Was it that, that? I have no idea. I think that's was. how I am. I'm, I'm impressed, actually. Um, yeah, the Marius. I believe you. I, I think, believe you. I have <laughs> no idea what that means. I'm just over saying Marius. Um, I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it. <laughs> <laughs> I need Mark Prentice right in here. Um, yeah, not, not a... Not a fun read. That's what I'll say. Not a fun read. For me, at least, it was not a fun read. I think if you like Latin, you really, really, really have to be into this whole like, And we'll talk about it, world. but like, like uh, you know, uh, what was the book, uh, Da Vinci? Um, oh, Dan Brown? I don't know which one it was. Inferno? Inferno, at least like that. Like some of them weren't as bad. Yeah, yeah. This got really detailed. I yeah. mean, really. I, I mean, it's good if, if you're like... Like he likes the sub, obviously. Yeah, I mean, um, we're gonna put this in the new pile. Um, all right, next up we have I'm um, banning the Latinist <laughs> from this house. <laughs> no, we want less people reading it. Midnight Library. What do you think of that one? I loved it. It was pretty good. It was pretty friggin' good. It was. I don't. I wouldn't say it was a deep book. I, there were some aspects of this book when I was reading it. I felt like it was like a young adult's book. It was kind of like a little silly, you know, you learn all along, you would learn your lesson that you got to appreciate your life. Like you saw that from the first minute. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty. Yeah. It was the ending and the, you know, you kind of saw where the book was going. You kind of predicted it, but I liked the, the different settings. Like I loved when she was in the North pole. I loved when she was like a famous person and you kind of got to see a little bit of negative sides. Yeah, of, it was kind of like a little bit of a Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed, hundred um, percent. Yeah, he did it. I mean, I thought it was pretty well done. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a young adult, but that doesn't mean it's not good. Yeah, so. no, I, I, I agree with you. It. Yeah, I, I think the writing is just a little bit more remedial, but I, I liked the storyline in general. Um, I just wish there was a little bit of sadness in it. 
but that's just the fucked up side of me. All right. Um, Moonwalking with Einstein was good. That was your recommendation. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. It was really good. Um, I actually still use that method. Um, suck at it because I don't practice it. But I do sometimes when I do the grocery shopping, I try to do like three of three or four of them because I did read when I was reading this book, he was saying that you got to keep practicing it for you mm. to be good at it. So sometimes when I write a grocery list, maybe like two or three of the items, I hide around the house. Yeah. I hide, air quotes. And then I go back and I actually remember them. I mean, that's kind of what I picked up from this book. There's a lot of stuff in there. And um, the fact that there are people that can remember shit like this was yeah, just fascinating. Yeah, I don't think, I, think I could do it every day and not. Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah. I could do the groceries, maybe, but yeah. not. Um, oh, like the card uh, counting? No, yeah, chance. no, no. no chance. It, it, fascinating that he was able to do it from having no experience. So I mean, I was, rec- I didn't know about this book. Somebody recommended it to me because uh, I used to work in TV production and this and this kid it was actually we had the same thing he loved reading mm-hmm. so we talk about books and he's like you have to read moonwalking for einstein it's really great mm. I, I loved it i mean yeah I it was really it was, good it was, I really good. It was like pretty interesting like this guy that had no i mean not no memory but doesn't have any special skills yeah it also doesn't read like a non-fiction it almost reads like a story uh i i, I thought it was gonna be very dry and dense and it wasn't I, I honestly picked up the book and I was like, I'm probably going to get like two chapters in here and I want to kill myself. But I read it very quickly. It was a very quick read. Um, well, the good thing so about it good. too is like you got a little bit of information and you had a story too. So Yeah. Um, all right. Next one is Five People You Meet in Heaven by Mitch Album. Um, I liked it. It's pretty good. Definitely, definitely, definitely a different story. I mean, if you know Mitch Album, that's kind of how, how all his books are. It's different. You kind of learning the consequences of See, life. This is why it's good to do a book. I, I, I would. I'm going to be honest. I'd never read it. Never. I, I, wouldn't. I wouldn't. Oh yeah. I, wouldn't I know. I, I. I was. I not for any other reason than it just wouldn't have crossed your mind. Yeah. I, on this, I actually got recommended this book by somebody I used to work with, and. I said the same thing. I was like, I walk by this section yeah, and, you see him all the time. and I'm just like, yeah. somebody's mother probably loves this book. Like, yeah. that's just what I think. But I, I thought it was really good. I read two other of his books. I mean, they're kind of, the good thing about it is that it's not a commitment. It's a 200 page mini novel. You know what I mean? Like, it's very quick. When you read Tuesday at Morris or- Um, The next five people you meet in heaven. Yeah. And then there's another one after that. But there, he just came out with another one. I'm not opposed to him because I know he has a good, um, I guess like he, he does have the ability to entertain mm. and keep the story deep. So it was pretty good. I I highly recommend the book. I put it in a good column. I think it's good. I think it's a quick read and it's not a commitment. It's kind of what you need from the book. And it has good life lessons. And it's kind of sad. All the things I like. Um, this is your recommendation. The Leftovers we did next. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Pretty good. I pretty good. I I I can't remember if I really really liked it or if I liked it a little bit and hated. I I think I liked that we they didn't give too much details about the event itself that ended up taking everybody away. I think that's the part I liked. Uh, I will say the show is much better than the book. Yes, yes, you did say that. So. Um won't go too much into it because it's just almost the lives of people. There really isn't like... Um, it is cool. I do agree with you. I, I think the best part... And the show does this too. You don't 
They you don't, don't know the why. They don't. Right. It, it kind of ruins it. Like if you get an answer, they just don't tell you. Yeah, and 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 it's not a. I mean, I'm sure the show is different, but it's not a highly dramatic book. Um, you almost kind of going through people's lives. You know, you're talking about the mom who ends up joining the cult, and and you know, it's just it's it's just certain lives. There isn't like a highly dramatic um, event that happens throughout the book. Uh, we did Gone Girl after that, kind of similar. Um, to be honest with you, I don't remember too much <laughs> about it. <laughs> I know what the story is. I know I remember it. I remember, you know, like all along she was she she tried to frame her husband for her death. Hey, she was smart. Um, she turned over a couple pieces of furniture. But I th- I think I think the fact that I can't remember too much about the book just kind of tells you where I feel about it. It's it was probably entertaining at the time. It's a thriller. I know it's famous. Um, I think Neil Patrick Harris did a movie about it or something. He was in it. He was in it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's an entertainment. You, it is what you expect it to be. It's a very, eh, you know, middle of the road. You agree? I like it. I, but yeah, I mean, I agree that it's not like a memorable, yeah, crazy. It's, it's novel. not going to be like a. Um, flowers for but it wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I would, I would, rec- I would still recommend it to people. Um, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna go through the next one, but we did do Hamlet. I mean. It's silly to talk about a play that's been around for 400 years. Uh, looking for Alaska. What did you think of that one? Yeah, I liked it. That was your first John Green novel. Yeah, it was first. Um, it's pretty good. I. It's sad. It was a good structure, I think, because, you know, there was the countdown and then the count up after the event happened, and you don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. in the event. They're like, what the fuck is he counting down to? Um and she ends up dying, and it's 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 a very sad book. But at the same time, it was it was very well done. It was a very well done book, I think. And I like John Green. I don't know, maybe that's just a personal thing. A Lessons Before Dying was very good. Uh, I think. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sum it up in two sentences. It was a very good story, but there wasn't much to it because I think the point of the book or at least that's what the back of the synopsis Mm -hmm. makes it seem like the protagonist the main guy and I forget his name uh maybe Eugene maybe I'm making that up was supposed (laughs) to help this kid who was falsely imprisoned and I don't think that that's what the novel was about the novel was about him the main guy the protagonist making peace with the fact that he cannot help the guy. So it's a very weird, I don't know why the synopsis of the book kind of made it seem that way. It's not. I I mean, I guess it's part of it, but. Yeah, it is, but it's at the very last, maybe like 10 pages. I mean, the kid. Yeah, it's like almost a protagonist has to come to terms, I guess. Yeah, it's it's almost like a coming of age kind of book. Um, But it it was good. It was very good. Again, another quick read. For me, it was it was just different than what I was expecting the book to be, but it was a pretty good book. Um, I read that in high school too. Oh, look at you! You went to a really good school. Giving you the other um, project, Hail Mary. That was a good book. Long but good. Long but good. Long but good. And I could I, you gave me that behemoth of a book. It was like six hundred pages, hardcover, huge, massive book, and. I probably finished it in maybe like five days. It was 
very entertaining, even though it was very detailed. I would highly recommend it. I thought it was a good book. Was that his first two? No, because I think he did um, the Mars one, uh, whatever that Oh, was. The Martian? That was him? Martian, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, maybe I didn't know that. But yeah, it was it was it was really good. Yeah, he definitely I mean, did the Martian. I know that. Aliens, memory being wiped out, going into space, trying to come back into it. I mean, it's a sci-fi, so wouldn't say it's like a realistic book. It's a sci-fi book, um, but it was really good. It was very entertaining. You, you, there was hardly a time when I was going through the novel where I was waiting, dreading certain events to end. Um, you kind of understand all along that he was kind of dragged into this whole project, which, you know, it depends depends on depends on what you think a good sci-fi is. If you don't like aliens and and space, then this isn't for you. If you're more of a killer robot sci-fi fan, then this is not for you. But I thought it was pretty good. Good good job, Andy. Where? Yeah, Where? Yeah. Um, what else we got here? Uh, I'm gonna skip the next couple only because. Uh, we talked about them a lot. I don't. I don't think there's much. Girl on a train. That was pretty good. Oh yeah. Um. I recommended that book to my sister. She ended up reading it. She liked it, but she had the same exact questions I did, which is, uh, "That girl's a fucking slob." That's and... why you're related. <laughs> yeah, same questions. She. I think everybody's trying to understand why somebody who has that much of a drinking problem continues to drink. And I think unless you have a drinking problem, that will never make sense to you. You know what I mean? Like, especially because your life is already fucked up. Anyway, um, good book. I, it's a good thriller. I didn't, I didn't mind it. I thought it was a little bit more enjoyable than the other ones. I think it was a little bit more fun to read than Gone Girl. I think it was more fun to read than... I mean, I don't know what other thrillers we did throughout this. Oh, The Life We Bury. I thought it was a little bit better than that. The, st- the structure of the story was good. It was coming from three different women, three different characters. I like that structure. The writing style was pretty good. Um, next is Our Town. It's a very small play. There isn't much to discuss. It's kind of a regular thing. I think I think if you're in the 1930s reading this, this would have been a profound thing. But unless you have a deep meaning to it, there isn't much to discuss in terms of like subject matter mm-hmm. uh but the next one mystic river oh yeah i loved your mystic river your favorite. i love that it was it was definitely definitely a big 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 highlight of the reading list for the year i loved it so much so that i actually went to try and watch the movie mm. and i it was so different than the book. I like how I pictured the characters. I turned it off after ten minutes. Really? Yeah. I. I what's his name? Um. Uh. What's the guy main guy's name? What Sean Penn? Sean Penn. I, I, that's not how I pictured. Mm. I. I just for me, I wasn't picturing this, and I was just like, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I pictured the book so perfectly in my head that the movie was almost ruining it just by the way that the characters were played. Yeah, that can happen. Um, but I loved it. It was such a good book. It was so entertaining. It was big. I mean, at least the version that you had was pretty big that yeah, you gave me. Because it, it was like the paperback version. And it was small. But I I remember while I was reading that book, it was one of the few books that I read throughout the year that I just didn't want it to end. And I was almost sad to see, fuck, I only have 100 pages left. It was so good. It was done so well. Um, we definitely got to get more of his books. 
because I, I he was such a good writer. He didn't. I wouldn't say he used a lot of, you know, tricky or difficult language, but I think he just he kept the story so tight and did such a good job at making sure that the, there were no plot holes, even though you kept jumping back and forth in time. It was very good. Highly recommend it. Mystic River, Dennis Lane. Yeah, Lee. that's where we're gonna go. Yeah. Um, Inferno by Dan Brown. That was. Uh, there were negatives, which stop talking about Florence, Italy too much. Nobody cares. But also a good twist on it. Um, a plague, which I can't believe this book was written before COVID. It's, yeah, it was a, it's kind of... Uh... Very, very ironic. Honestly, I, I, I honestly, I had to Google it. I mean, I looked at the front of the book and I saw that it said like 2013 or whatever it was. And I went on Wikipedia and I looked again. I was like, no fucking way. He started. <laughs> um very good book. It's almost like an adventure book in Italy. If you do like f- Italy, this is for you. Um, if you like, I mean, it's Dan Brown. Everybody kind of knows what his books are. He's trying to figure out something that's historical, like it's the Da Vinci Code and Inferno and all. Yeah, the, it's, it's almost it's, like an Indiana Jones. Thing. Yeah, it's very adventure driven. It's good. There's there are a couple of plot twists here and there. Um, the book could be a hundred pages less if he takes out this Italy nonsense in there. I know he likes it. And I'm sure a lot of his fans like it. I know there's a cult following. Whenever he writes a book, people try to go to find those things. Oh, God. Yeah, I, so... I, I went to that, but... <laughs> there's the the museum he was talking about. People actually went there to see if it's real, and it is, to see if the doors that he was saying were there, were there. Were they there? And they, yeah, they are. Like, he writes it very accurately. So he which probably is, goes there. Yeah, which is why I think he loves writing about it. Um, and it's the same for the Da Vinci Code. When he was writing a lot of the stuff, the stuff was actually there, which is why I think people love it. But unless you're going to go there, unless you're part of that, I don't know. For me, it wasn't that interesting. Um, we did cover story and um, stolen hours. Those were the last two that we did in the year. Cover story is kind of a story about somebody who pretends to be somebody who's not. It's it's very hard to explain the book. You kind of have to read it. It's very easy to read because it's all emails and texts and things like that and diary journal entries but it does have a very good twist at the end that kind of i don't know it kind of leaves you asking questions when we were doing the podcast we were trying to figure out what was real and what wasn't um and stolen hours that was our last one we were uh alan eskins we came back to him frustrating frustrating a little bit the ending was kind of very childish i mean shame on you shame on you yeah, we won't go too much into it because we literally just did it. Um, but yeah, shame on you for having that shitty ending. Do better, Alan. Um, okay, before we wrap it up, why don't you give me your worst and your best book of the year, Matt? Um, I think uh, my favorite was Looking for Alaska, actually. Oh, wow. I okay. Think so. I think so. Nice. Okay. Because, you know, I could pick what I suggest. Right, right. But okay. I mean, I guess if I... You know, flowers for Algernon would be okay. one, but like, I think from what you picked, yeah, looking okay. for Alaska was really good. I the, the worst, um, I forgot, I forgot the list. Um, <laughs> well, there was the Latinist. Probably the Latinist. Yeah, I think I think that would top both of our list at worst book. Um, or the Silent Patient, we did that too. Maybe? No, I think that was the last year. Uh, okay, that was barely, but that was last year. Okay, then um, the Latinist. Oh, there's also people we meet on vacation. That was also... I think the lioness was worse. 
because I don't think I would ever recommend it to anybody. Oh, I, I agree 100%. I agree 100%. I wouldn't recommend it. Hey, people, it's not worth your time. Um, I would I would say if I had to recommend... My favorite of the ones you recommended is Mystic River. Mm. I, I, phenomenal book. Actually, I'm going to go pick up something of his again. I have to. Because usually when I like an author this much, I like to reward them by reading more. And when I hate them, I basically never read anything for them. So I can't treat Mark Prince yeah. the same way I treat Dennis Lane. So you got to pick up a second book for the guy. He was pretty good. Um, I mean, from mine, it was obviously Ethan Frome, but I recommended that. That's kind of silly. Yeah, Mystic River was really, really good. I also really liked um, just, uh, the Project Hail Mary. That was really good, too. It's kind of odd because it seems like the books that are bigger end up being books I like more. Mm. At least from your recommendation, like left the Gone Girl was such a quick read, and it was good, but it just wasn't memorable. I guess yeah, so. It was yeah, like yeah. Idaho and people we meet on vacation. They were just quick reads, and I, maybe they don't resonate as much. But the books that take forever to read, those are, yeah, those are. Uh, Which is opposite because because looking for Alaska wasn't that long. Um, and Ethan from yeah definitely was yeah it does wasn't wasn't that long. Um, okay. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, throughout this year, we have a new format coming up in 2023. We're going to kind of do a book challenge sort of thing. Um, we'll give you a little bit more information on it. So look out for our introduction into 2023 and, um, thank you guys. We hope you have a happy new year. Yep. Happy new year. Bye.